no matter how much money you have, no matter how famous you are, being black in America is, is tough. There's some shit going on with black people right now. From news and politics. And over the middle, getting free. To sports and entertainment. Touchdown! We're going to tell you exactly how we feel about it. Have some fun, man! This is Young, Black, and Bothered. I know it's been a while, but welcome back to an episode of Young, Black, and Beautiful. And of course, you know it's me, your girl, Chris Cash. And today I'm joined by a guest host. Uncle L. Yeah. Uncle L, she coming to talk to us today. Um, Irish might pop in too at some time. I don't want y'all to think that she's not a part of this, but yeah. Um, she just running a little bit of behind, so she may or may not make it. But we wanted to get started today. And so basically, so how your week been going, uh, Uncle L? Like, what's going on? I've been going good. I've been working. Enjoying the weather. Happy to rain, John. Yeah, that rain actually came right in handy because my allergies were starting to really, like, mess up. So I wanted to. I'm glad the rain came. That probably make your job a little bit more difficult. Yeah, it was pollen flying in my eyes and stuff. In my eyes itch. <laughs> All right. So, a couple things I wanted to hit on. This has been a long episode. You know, coming up, we got Memorial Day weekend. It doesn't really feel like Memorial Day weekend. Like, I wouldn't necessarily want to get in anybody's pool, but the holiday is among us, and I'm going to try to have a good time. Do you have any plans for Memorial Day weekend? Uh, no plans. I will be working. Might check out some extra shifts if the weather's nice. Oh, that's good. Get that money. Get that holiday pay. That's what I like to see. All right, so I just wanted to talk on a particular subject like you travel a lot you get around but you mostly take trips on your own because when traveling with people and planning trips or matter of fact planning anything with people sometimes is very difficult even if everybody got say well you know what I can't say everybody got say money together because then maybe it wouldn't be but I think the problem is too often folks are like they're like prideful, like you know, when they do things, they are ashamed. Like, say we got a trip coming up, you can't just say, "Yo, man, I ain't got the money," because you don't want people to start judging you. Like, oh man, she got this job and she don't got the money. Like, what's going on with her finances? I get that. But when you withhold somebody's dollar and you don't state like what the problem is, now you're withholding my money. And I don't know about y'all, but for me, I work hard enough to balance my coins so that I'm able to do shit. And I put a lot of effort into that. I don't, sometimes I may not get Chipotle. Sometimes I'll just go in the fridge or I may save and put something away and not hold and not get my nails done every week. Maybe got to wait every two weeks because I got to stretch this money out. And if I have to do that, what makes you think, I just want to pay for you? 
I don't think they're they're not thinking that though. You said it was pride. Pride is an issue. Some people can't just say I don't got it right now. They rather agree to it first and then you know. And then just go go step. Those the masters, right? And at the last minute, you know, back out. But they don't realize all the planning that goes into it. You know, that their their money is counted on for you know the housing and stuff for the trip. But yeah, and that's my thing. Like, if I'm being nice enough to put a trip on my card and say, "Look, y'all, I pay for it. Just pay me." It's like next pay. Why is it a month and I still don't have my money? Um, yeah, yeah, it's like if you couldn't do this with your own bank, why do you think it's okay to do to me, your friend? Mm, but you know the bank. They can pay you back anytime. Or they just not going to. Yeah, so I really just think that's a problem. Like, I try not to, you know, have anybody have no outstanding hoes. But it's kind of hard because it's like, I can see how friendships end because of shit like this. Yeah. And it's not so much because you're not paying the money. It's more so how you handle it. Like, if you let me know up front, like, yo, it's just, I really ain't got it. But if you could put me down, I got you when I get paid, or I got you if I just date. Or don't give me a date, and then when it's time to pay, you like, nah, I ain't got it. Yeah. So, what the fuck are you giving me a date and time for? Like, you knew you wasn't going to have it at this date when you put it down there. So, I've just been having some difficulties recently about that, and I learned a few lessons, but I just wish planning or planning any type of occasion would go a little bit smoother if people were just honest with really got going on what they really can't do because I don't want you coming on a trip and then you using your last dime you like it broke like when I like to travel I like to be here I like to go on excursions I like to go out to the club I want to have fun I'm on vacation I'm not at home counting my points I'm, I'm having fun so I don't want you to bring that broke energy. Like, I'm trying to eat seafood. you like, I don't feel like eating that. When you know you do, but you just can't afford it. Mm-hmm. So we eating Whataburger every night. That's wild. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess at some point, at a certain age, people just, I mean, when that happens on vacation, we just go and do the shit that you want to do. And they go and do the shit they want to do. So you, do you believe in, like, ditching your friends on vacation if you want to do what you want to do? I mean, if they knew in advance, like, y'all had all these great things planned out. Man, we're too old for that. <laughs> you went there on your, on your money. You're going to spend your money how you want. So you're not obligated to feel like you have to be there with your friends. Like, you knew what the trip was about before. Yeah. yeah. It's understanding. Mm-hmm. All right. So in recent news, I know you've heard about this. And I really thought that we had to have an episode soon because this topic is something that really affects women. And, you know, Young, Black, and Beautiful is all about the ladies. So I want you to know what's going on. So recently, in the past three months, five states, Georgia, Ohio, Mississippi, and Kentucky, and Alabama have enacted laws that restrict access to abortions. 
sometimes as early as six weeks into a pregnancy. So if you know about six weeks into a pregnancy is technically two weeks after you, like you're supposed to have your period. And anyone who, well, women, well, let me educate you men because you you definitely don't know this because you wouldn't be putting a dumbass law like this in place. But basically that at six weeks, you wouldn't even think, and especially if you have like an irregular period, sometimes our periods come late, sometimes they come early, so you never really know. So it's not like, oh, you miss a week, we're going to automatically think, hey, I'm pregnant, let me go to the, the doctor. It might be like, hmm, this might be a, a weird week, maybe I could, you know. Maybe my body just acting weird. Week two. Mm, it's been long. Let me make an appointment for next week. By then, your baby's already eight weeks old. You can't get an abortion. You're restricted. Now you have to have this baby. And in Alabama, this does not protect you from instances of rape and incest. So if you know a lot of, like, sexual abuse cases, it's a family member who is doing sexual acts on their young family member and then end up getting impregnant. And that's incest. And it's almost like we've been moving backwards in politics. I don't know if this is just the last stand of the white man, but it's just really like hitting heavy. So what do you think about these goals? Yeah, I think it is pretty graphic. I'm really, I'm really ashamed that this is even a topic right now. And people are actually making laws to restrict the rights of another human being. Like, can being forced to carry a child is, I can't even imagine how traumatizing that would be. Like, if I didn't have a choice anymore. Yeah, I'm pretty, pretty scared. Mm hmm. And the thing is, it's like you stopping it on on the law doesn't mean people are not going to do it. This is just going to cause people to do use unsafe methods, go back to the old coat hanger style, just to get it done. And it's just like it's terrible. Why are we moving backward in society when we have a safe way to handle situations like that? And what happens is these new laws make it hard for Roe versus Wade to stand and it makes it easier for it to be challenged and lose all its weight. And Roe, you all know Roe versus Wade gives the constitutional right to women to terminate a pregnancy up to about 24 weeks. So before the um, fetus reaches viability. And sorry, guys. I know you can probably hear my dog in the background. Who knows what she's up to? But <laughs> she, um, like these laws are just really. It seems like they're coming out of nowhere, but if you really pay attention, they've been doing this since 2010, since the whole Tea Party movement came in, and this was a direction at Barack Obama. But now they see that the Democrats are really starting to go on the move, so. Conservatives need something to hold with us, and I just really hope 
women are getting out in this next election. We're voting. I don't care if you're conservative. I don't care if you're alt-right. I don't give a fuck what you believe. At the end of the day, you should have a choice to do whatever you want with your body. In this case, because for nine months, ten months, you're the one that's going to be carrying this baby. Not this man that's sitting at the table, banging the gavel, saying, order, order, you can't have an abortion. You have to deal with this. And if you're not mentally ready, financially ready, physically ready to do that, you could end up dying. Like, you can literally die from having a baby that your body wasn't meant to carry. Childbirth is the closest that women actually go to death. You almost die. Like, And the fact that you're forcing women to go through this when it's not even instances every time that people are just being irresponsible and having sex and fornication and all that stuff. It's like sometimes it's really like, damn, my uncle raped me. What am I going to do? Mm. Now I'm pregnant. I didn't even know I was pregnant because I just thought I was missing my period. I'm already a young girl and my periods are irregular. You see how messed up that scenario is? And that's what a lot of people are going to have to deal with if we keep passing laws in this and putting people in these seats that do not respect us, they do not care about us, and they do not value us. And you just keep that in mind. And any dude that really supports that, ladies, I tell y'all, withhold the box from that nigga. Mm. Don't fuck that nigga. He don't deserve it. He don't deserve it. At all. All right. Let's get some positive news. So we heard that Robert Smith, billionaire philanthropist, paid off the debt of the 2019 graduating class of Morehouse University, which is the HBU, HBCU in Atlanta, Georgia. It's an all-male um, college slash university in um, Atlanta, Georgia. And a billionaire decided he wanted to pay off the debt of everyone in that graduating class. How lucky are you to be a part of that graduating class? Well, how sick are you if you had to do a leap year, like a lap? Like, then, nah, bro, I'll just take the classes next in the summer. How sick are you? Like, that's a lot of black men with no. A lot of black men with no debt, though. Yeah. You can go find one down there, you know. Yeah, get you a no, no debt baby. Mm. <laughs> All right. Also, in the news, so Young Miami, Hazley, and Jocelyn got into it today on the shade room. I saw that. So basically, Hazley made a diss track towards Yachty and the City Girls because she feels like they ripped off her original song for their song, Act Up. Uh, now, Hazel is just fucking annoying. We all know her from Love and Hip Hop. She got the big old nose. She, she, she got the plastic surgery. Said it was because of an accident. She's always starting drama. Blah, blah, blah. So I really don't have sympathy for Hazel. It's like, okay, I never. I don't know why you thought you were ever going to be popping as a city girl. Like you were never going to be as popping as a city girl. 
So whether they stole your song or not, you was never going to be as popular as the city girls. You've been out way longer, still not on the charts. Nobody cares. Let it go. Try to get some money soon if that's what you really need. And Young Miami basically came back. Oh, and then Jocelyn, another love and hip hop star, the Puerto Rican princess. <laughs> Chimed in and took Hayley's side and basically said, "Yeah, Young Miami, you better pay homage to the Queen." Young Miami's like, "Look, I'm right here in Miami. Find me, find me." And I'm just like very disappointed in Young Miami. I don't think she should be giving none of these bum bitches clout. <laughs> I just feel like the fact that she's even entertaining any of these women, I feel so upset about it. Like. Uh, like, I know if I was a popping ass bitch and like two nobody bitches was coming at me, mm. like trying to tag team me, I'm not paying them dumb ass bitches no lines. Like, y'all broke. Y'all already beneath me. It wouldn't even matter to me. But yeah, unfortunately, Jocelyn got sucked up into it. And Young Miami's trying to fight them. So we'll see how this play out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she said, y'all can find me. Jocelyn said she in Miami, too. So, personally, I think Jocelyn could probably whip young Miami ass because Jocelyn is strong. Yes, she is. And she's from Puerto Rico. They might have really been through some shit. Yeah, yeah, she has. Nah. Yeah, I just feel like you see them biceps. She's black. Oh, yeah. That's just a lot. <laughs> you said, oh yeah, did she have a workout video? Yeah, she got all those on her Instagram. Mm, she, I guess she'd be having her summer body. Mm-hmm. And speaking of summer bodies, let's talk about our favorite topic. These niggas. Oh. Okay. So we see that summertime is coming. You know, everybody's starting to come out their cocoons. They're coming out from the wintertime blues. People are having, um, showing a little bit more skin, putting on some bright colors, attract, attracting attention. <laughs> so that means that it's summertime dating coming up. Uh, now, do you have any anticipations for summertime dating? Like, is that your time where you, like, want to find something serious so you can have some summer loving? Like grief style, or you just trying to, you know, sample all the ice cream at the Baskin Robbins? Yeah, I think sometimes time when yeah, you get out and you just you meet different people, I think it's time to be tied down. So you should be sampling like Baskin Robbins? Yeah. <laughs> you try a little bit of everybody. Yeah. Oh, everybody look good. Yeah, because you know, they gotta have a swag, the summer swag. Yeah. Yeah, I just I feel like for me, I always have like interesting, like grief, summer love type situation. It'll never really go past the summer, but the summer it'd be mad cute. Like I was so into them, and I don't know if it's the Gemini me, but by far I don't care anymore. Huh. I'm the, always looking to hold on. See, summer I'm like. I'm loving having you play. <laughs> I'm like having a great old time. Like, 
I love it. I love going out on dates, going to the carnival, going on hikes. Like that's the summertime is the best time for dates because you can do so much outside, yeah. and most of those things are free or low cost. Like you can go to, you can go hiking in the in the, in the park, or you can go down to the national mall and walk the museums. Like go out in the city and walk around. Like you don't want to do that in the winter. You got to pay. You got to take somebody to a restaurant or a movie or something like that. You could just go to the National Harbor and sit on the pier for real, eat ice cream in the summertime. So I think summertime dating is more fiscally responsible dating because you shouldn't really be breaking the bank. Now, if you're going to brunch date, that might cost you. And I personally don't believe in paying until the third date. So... That's three times we need. That could run the check up. And um yeah, so let me ask you a question. Do you think that a man has a tendency to pop up while they see you doing good? So right now are you posting your pictures looking all good? With your summer dress on, your sundress. Do you have like more experience where dudes try to pop back in your life, or you think they just admire from afar? No, I think they do try to pop up. Whenever, whenever you see somebody doing good, well, I guess from experience, you see somebody doing good, you always want to hit them up. You see what they're doing different. Yeah, it comes from a place I guess that's scary for most people. Wow. It does happen. Yeah, I mean, I just want to, I just don't understand. For me, I think a lot of men are just kind of like selfish. Selfish in the sense that they don't really want to see you happy without them. So they pop up while you're saying good just because they're like, damn, she's doing so good. How could she possibly be doing this good without me? Mm. And they, Check in to see if they still got that latch on you and be like, yeah, you know, I called her. She responded, so I know she still got, got a space for me there. Lady, stop responding. That's what he wants you to do. Leave that ass on red. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Or do you entertain it? He's like, yeah, look at me. Yeah, I'm doing good. I usually ignore. Sometimes it's over, especially if they're getting down. That's funny. I'm like someone that always wants an answer. But the thing is, even when they give me an answer and I don't accept it, it's like, no, I don't accept that. I need the answer. So I think that's where I go wrong. I'll be going back just to get them to admit that they was fucked up. But even if they admit they was fucked up, if they don't admit it the way I want to hear it, I just be like, nah, this ain't a good enough answer. Yeah, I don't know. Like, there's the closure and stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you think a, a dude can, like, grow with you, though, over time? Or do you think it's one of those, like, I got to be attracted to him first? So you got to be attracted to him. 
I mean, parts of it be gross too, but I think specifically for me, it got to look, you got to look a certain way to even get my attention. And then if you act a certain way, I may be able to grow with it. Or I Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think as I got older, for me, it started being less about looks and more about keeping me entertained. Mm. And I don't mean that in a way like, because I've had some dudes that didn't look the best, but they were mad fun. But because they look so weird, I just couldn't have fun with them. I was just like, uh. yeah. Okay. But if it's like mild attraction there and they're fun and they can grow on me. Well, I feel like it is possible and I think those relationships where they do grow on you, they end up being stronger because it took so much to establish that bond. That bond gotta be sick as shit. Like if you had to grow on me and make me feel like, damn, I'm really to see myself being with this person even if they not and that means you really had to look because I had to look past all my superficial tendencies, all my shallowness, this just to um, even acknowledge you. So I just feel like if you really rule on me, then I'm like, damn, I really like you. Hmm. What are some ways like that you deal with getting over a crush or someone that you was dealing with? Mm, some ways I go back. I just uh, self-reflect. Like, so what do I, what do I want? That's obviously not for me. So what's next? I basically try to just get back in touch with myself. Yeah. It's just for me. I be knowing that about situations that I shouldn't be in or people I shouldn't be dealing with. And I know exactly how to get out of it. But for some reason, sometimes I just be feeling like they got like a I don't know if it's like me feeling like I'm like a savior, like I need to save you. But I just be feeling so bad, like, oh my God, like if I give up on this person, then they're gonna suffer because I gave up on them. And really you shouldn't even feel that way. Like fuck them. Like they suffering on their own for real. You can't save nobody. So I just feel like the easiest way for me to get over somebody is to just cut them out of my life completely. Like I can't be talking to them. Yeah, I can't even look at their page. I'm blocking all their social medias. I I just don't want to see you. Or I just I don't know. Sometimes I instantly get like disgusted of a crushes. Whatever I found attractive is not what I thought. I'm like oh, ew. Yeah. Then I just look at them as ugly. <laughs> That's happened to me so many times. Like I'm like, damn, this nigga fine. And then he'll do something, and I'll just look at him like, ugh. Right, I think it just comes from the judgment. Yeah, like a gut like, feeling. You can, you can, 
acknowledge that he's fine, but I guess the things that come with it, you know, the expectations that come with fine men aren't met. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you really do. It's just like a lot. It's just like one of the things you just like, mm, this, this ain't even worth my fuck type shit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's all I got for y'all this week. I'm so happy that we could get another episode of Young, Black, and Beautiful in. I know it's been a while, but we're going to wrap it up and talk about what's bothering us. So, I don't know if you're familiar with the podcast, but we talk about what's bothering us. Or if you don't have anything bothering you, you can tell us what's blessing you. Like, what's blessing you this week? Like, why are you in such a great mood? So, you could have this time. It could be about anything. It could be about the weather. It could be about work. It could be about men. It could be about anything. Just you get your time period. So yeah, what's bothering you this week, Uncle Ed? Okay, so what's bothering me? Uh, what bothers me is uh, people's inability to, you know, self-reflect and problem-solve on their own. You know, like I, I remember I've gone through a lot of like transitions where I go and I go and I look into myself and. I realize certain things that I need to change, where I need to grow at. And then I do change and I do grow. But I've noticed that some people don't do that. Like mm-hmm. I got into this, this guy, he posts, he always posts some negative stuff about his baby mama, how he hate her, and all this crazy shit. And I was just, I commented, he, he wrote something and I commented, I said, what a stupid thing to say. And he just got really upset. And I realized like, he got upset because it's just, Oh no! Like, you just need to grow up a little bit. He doesn't mm-hmm. realize like how bad it looks, and it was a stupid thing to say. But no, people just—they're not growing how the way they should be, and I don't know why. You think it's because they're not doing, and this person any like doing something with his life? And he looks like a bum. I told him he looked bummy. <laughs> Do you know this person? <laughs> no, but you know, it's most of you know oh, on man. Facebook. Mm-hmm. Y'all is on Facebook. You don't know how they your friend. <laughs> But I just see all the ignorant stuff that he posts, and I got tired one day. Like, such a simple thing to say to somebody makes him so angry. Like, he made a whole other post tag me at going on. Yeah! Like, it was like 56 comments, but he wants to make a whole other post mad at me because I said what a stupid thing to say. Like, if that can get under your skin, then, you know, you got you got real issues there. So, I hope like sometimes I do that just you know, just like put the put the the thought in their head, like to, yeah, so. maybe spark something in the back that make them want to change. Yeah, like maybe I should be blasting my baby mama out here. People really think I'm looking stupid out here. Exactly, you gotta tell them how they look sometimes. Instead of I see all these girls on the post feeding into want to trash other women, and I will never trash another woman about any decision. Like I don't believe in that, but they want to go and. Talk about his baby mama too, and agree with him, and try to diagnose him and fix him. It's like fuck him. Like, that's what you should be saying. You know, he need to go go straighten that stuff out. But that's bothering me. Oh man, that was a good. Was bothering. I think I 
self-reflection is good. And I think more people really need to sit down and meditate. I know I do that. That when I realize I'm fucking up in certain areas, I'm like, damn, so how I get myself out of this one? How do I make my situation better? So, but I also realize that a lot of people don't have the wherewithal to do that. Like, the mental. <laughs> Excuse me. You might have people Chill, Hazel. You might have, if you guys can see this right now, my dog's like attacking me. But you might have people who think the world of the most minute things. Like, I was just thinking the other day, and this is no, let me put this disclaimer out here. This is no knock to nobody. And this kind of ties into, it's not really a what's bothering me, but it's more of like a PSA of how we need to be a little more sympathetic to some people because they really just don't know. They're, they're really mad ignorant. And it's not ignorant in the sense that, oh, they just act in a certain way to be, uh, or, the, you know, the Urban Dictionary uh, version of ignorant. They really don't know that this shit is dumb as fuck. They really don't know more than buying the latest Jordan or getting like a little paycheck and be like struggling like and I'm not even saying it in a way to not people who are doing this but it's like why are you like chilling in your mom crib but you buy some like Prada loafers. You living in the basement. You're not paying no money. You're not paying their bills. But you buying all this designer stuff. The girls think you're the finest. You've got a nice luxury car. And it's like, that shit ain't even cool. Then you have other dudes on the lesser level that don't even have that. That try to mimic y'all niggas. Mm. And be like, yeah, I got every pair of Jordan. But yet, you were my fucking deadbeat. Like, I don't get it. Like, and I just, to those types of people, like, certain material things, like, they rather look rich than be rich. And if anybody knows, people who are rich, they look poor as fuck. Like, have y'all seen the way Bill Gates dressed? I mean, he might have some good quality shit. Wait, that man ain't stepping out no damn Gucci print mm. pants or some shit. Talking about, or he not up here wearing Balenciaga sneakers. No, not. He's calling it. He's calling it with his dockers and his fairy, and he's calling it a day. But at the end of the day, that man's what? A billionaire. Mm. And I just think people. Like, if we can't fault these people for not knowing, like, I'm looking at youngins who are wiping these dudes who clearly ain't shit because they got a new girl, like, every six to three months. Three to six months, they got a new girl. And y'all, swear y'all in love. Y'all don't really know what love is, for real. But like I said, one person's trash is another person's treasure. 
And we cannot fault them because their world is only but so big because they don't understand mm. how big the world is. And you can tell them. I try to tell them, but they think the shit I do is record corny. The, oh, saving. Do you have, <laughs> like, saving to know? Credit card points. What? You don't max out your shit? No, nigga, I don't. All my shit back. That's not cool. So I just really want my people to be out here. Expand your mind a little bit. And if you know something, try to teach them, even if they think your shit is corny. Because a lot of people just are ignorant and they really don't know there's more to life out there. Mm. But yeah, that is my PSA. So y'all, y'all know where to find me at Chris Cash DC on Twitter and Instagram. And hey, Uncle L, tell me where they can find you at. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, call me Uncle L. Yeah, call me Uncle L. All right, y'all. Well, I'll catch you next week.